Thanks for manifesting me. Whip out your balls for Jesus. <laughs> like, I don't want to be associated with people hunting. <laughs> Boom. How's your dick? Earth. Take me to the nipples. That's Let's how go. I work my way. The fuck's wrong with these guys? Be the first one hunted. Scapegoats. Professional as uh, not giving a fuck. <laughs> Move over, aliens. <laughs> so how's your uh, quarantine life going, my friend? You know, it's not bad. I mean, I wish I can get out, obviously, okay. as everybody else would. For sure. Yeah, totally. Um... But I feel like wouldn't. we haven't drove each other nuts yet. Um, I still good. love my wife. I still love my kids. <laughs> good. My dad asked me the same question the other day, and he asked if everyone was happy and healthy, or healthy and safe. I said, healthy, uh, yes. Safe, not so much. I don't <laughs> think my son is going to make it out of this. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Riley. He's such a little scamper. Yeah, he's testing us. But I love him. He's That's been good. he's been fairly good. But yeah, I'm we found things to keep us busy. We're I don't find good. us in lazy spells. I think all of us are mentally fit and physically fit, so I'm proud of where we're going. Hell Here's yeah, something man. you may not like. Well, maybe oh, you will. Okay. I'm gonna know. hate it. Let's be honest. Um I I'm on a like a sober streak. Oh, yep, you're right. I hate it. I'm just kidding. Congratulations. <laughs> Being sober is good. Yeah. It's really kept my mind in a good place, um, except for wine. I'll drink wine for dinner. That's it. I'm uh, yeah, and I mean like one glass of wine. Psh, yeah, that's well, that's great, man. Uh, I mean, I've been trying to be healthier too. I haven't cut back on drinking at all. I've probably doubled it. I mean, well, maybe, uh, maybe not doubled, but it's definitely increased. <laughs> <laughs> you and most everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I at least don't feel like I'm not trying to like keep up with everybody else's drinking, but I also don't feel like especially bad about my drinking habits because I mean, hey, everybody's having a rough time, and I'm stuck mm-hmm. in my house. Yeah, with my if you're not children, going anywhere, so yeah, boop doop. But yeah, I uh, I have tried to at least get healthier, tried to exercise a little bit more, and do as much as I can with the kids outside. Uh, I mean, we've been making smoothies. We're trying to make smoothies every day. To like wow. pack in those little extra fruits and vegetables and stuff. A couple of weeks ago, I uh, my sister in law had gotten a stud finder to help her hanging up a whole bunch of new pictures she had gotten for her room, and she was having trouble getting it to work. So she asked me how it worked. So I was super excited because I was like, "Ooh, dad joke moment!" <laughs> so I like I was like, "Oh, I'll show you how to use it." Grabbed the stud finder and I like put it to my chest. So that it's supposed to go boop. And I was like, oh, here's a stud. You know what I mean? Like the whole ha ha. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll show you how it works. And I put it to my chest and it just didn't do anything. And I was like, oh. Oh. B. Oh. <laughs> oh, that hit there. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, stud finder. I'll have to uh, up my Denied. game. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been trying to, you know, pump up my game. Get a little, That's what you get for being cheesy. Fit. <laughs> right? They're like, wow. Che- this one again? Dude, I'm a stud finder. I've got an actual purpose other than your cheesy jokes. This is, I'm not going to do it. I'm not putting up with it. <laughs> yeah, but ever since then, I was like, oh, God, I'm going to have to drink more and exercise more. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, but I've been told today that I look like a snack Ooh. by my uh, 17-year-old niece. So that was pretty... Uh, Makes good. you feel good. Uh, I mean, yeah, she. I uh, just posted not. pictures today of my new haircut and how I chopped off all the beard. Uh huh. 
Yeah, and uh, she said I looked like a snack. I don't know what the fuck uh, that means. I'm sure that's supposed to be something like, oh, I look tasty, or I mean, I don't know. But That's a little creepy. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's also a compliment, meaning yeah, you I mean, look yummy. Yeah. But and that's I mean, creepy. And I mean, like, she's 10 years younger than I am, so I'm not going to, like, automatically be like, whoa, you're not allowed to call me tasty or my niece. I'd be like, okay, she's, I'm probably just acting old. <laughs> If I think like that's oh, something weird. There to say. is that though. <laughs> there is like, th- I feel like uh, I don't understand young kids anymore. Like I hate to say it. Like I, I am an older guy. It um, makes us sound like way older than we really are. <laughs> I don't speak the teenage language anymore. So young, no, like tasty uh, snack, could mean something totally different now. Yeah, I know. So uh, I didn't really know exactly what that meant. I figured it was like, oh, I looked, yeah, like I looked good for some reason, you know, whatever. And so, but I just replied back, oh, but I was wanting to be an entree. And, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And oh, I was like trying to be it. cheesy and lame. <laughs> and her response was even better. She's like, sorry, in order to be an entree, you have to have a handlebar mustache. I don't make the rules. <laughs> I oh. was like, oh, she beat me. She beat me in comedy. Oh. That one's so. I like her. She's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. <laughs> pretty witty. But yeah, so guys, thank you for listening to Scapegoats. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Ew. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, he's still going. Ooh, silently. There we go. Okay. You done? Yeah, Breather? we're good. Good job, man. That was a Thanks. solid three minutes and twenty five seconds. <laughs> Dope. No, just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in uh, and for staying positive during this crazy time and for also being patient with us and our kind of our crazy release schedule because of said crazy time. Yeah. Uh, just like you, listener, you've had to adapt to what's going on. So have we. Yeah. So I know we seem amazing like we're like big famous celebrities and stuff who get... 4,000 likes on our Instagram pages, but we're still just normal people, okay? Just regular <laughs> humans with mailboxes. Damn straight. Uh, I mean, I wish they were like more like the black mailbox. I feel like I'm ready for like a really big alien topic. <gasps> I don't know. Don't get like overly excited. Like today like is slightly influenced by alien stuff, uh-huh. but I mean, uh. like I- I'm in the mood for like real alien shit. I'm ready. All right. So maybe oh, me too. maybe next episode I'll have to like go full blown alien. I've been it? obsessing about aliens for the past two weeks. I think all oh, of good. this has to do with some sort of alien race. So that's I'm, awesome. I'm watching the skies every day, dude. And that's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Good. Keep right your eyes then. on the skies, never glued to your shoes, my friend. <laughs> Thank you, Mac. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, so, I don't know what you know about 1952, but I'm going to assume mm. it's practically nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm right. That was know. fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start the story right there and then. Yeah. Uh, so, Kay. what do you think the number one news story event of 1952 was? Number one. At least for the United States. 52. I'm going to say it had something to do with typewriters. Okay, well, you're totally wrong. Damn. I mean, it was probably written in a typewriter. Probably not. 
but I mean, to give you some highlights, uh, the Korean War was happening at this time. Fake. So there was <laughs> fake news. Ah, fucking bullshit. There, there isn't a Korea. <laughs> There's no. There's doesn't exist. <laughs> and uh, there was a lot of different stuff with the Cold War happening as well. You know, good old fucking Cold War. We've talked lots about that. Okay. Uh, but surprisingly enough, the biggest news story of 1952 was actually uh, about the British family. I mean, and which it's one? The the ones that were British. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. You get it. I'm following uh, you. Pause. I I had a my uh, tab open for this, but it is closed now. Because that's okay. fun. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, King George had died in 1952, <gasps> and Queen Elizabeth had become the queen. Which one? The one that is now queen? I believe so. Number number dos? Numero dos. 2.0. So, yeah, so, so George IV of England died, and his daughter, Elizabeth II, becomes queen. Got it. Yes. That was on February Can you 6th. believe she's still kicking it? It's fucking nuts, man. That's crazy. She's going. So she's she's been queen for almost 70 years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I mean, I could find out how old she was when she became queen, but I really don't care. She's uh. got to be <laughs> at least 200. At least. I mean, it's all that, you know, child baby blood, man. Dude, I ever since I found out about the whole adrenochrome thing, I'm going to bring it up all the fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> because one, it's hilarious. Two, it's fucked up. And three, it makes people uncomfortable. So I like poking it into little parts, especially t- for you. So Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, I do. You know it. You know I like to play. Uh, fuck. We have fun, right? We Good times. Good times. A little bit. A little bit. All right, so... In reference, I just t- chose like a random year. I just was like, ah, fucking, I don't want to choose our, fir- our the year we're in right now because that news will be skewed because of all this 2020 coronavirus pandemic shit, right? Yeah. So I was just like, eh, f- what happened in 2014? <laughs> and of course, I chose the year of the Ebola a virus outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. All right, never mind. This may not be the most... The, the best data to go off of, but eh, we'll see if it's comparable. But yeah, so the number one news story of 2014 was about the Ebola virus. Okay. So that's pretty fucking big shit, right? I feel like uh, that's, yeah, her, that's way her, bigger news than Queen or uh, the King George, the fucking 26th, 7th, two olds of them. You know what I mean? Two olds of about them. About him dying and having to transfer over to another old person. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, I'm glad you agree. Uh, so, what do you think the eleventh news story, eleventh biggest news story of 2014 was? <laughs> the eleventh? <laughs> yeah, the eleventh. Uh, okay, <laughs> let me think. So, if Ebola is number one, 2014 would be something about Steve Jobs. Something about Steve Jobs. I mean, that's a pretty good guess. Uh, I thought Steve Jobs was already dead in 2014. <gasps> was he? I don't know. I mean, but I don't know. But th- I mean, I once again didn't ho- do a whole lot of research. Just about the first and the eleventh. That's all. <laughs> oh, okay. And the eleventh is a really weird number, but I'll I'll explain. <laughs> okay. 
but so the 11th biggest story of the year was about the Sony hack that caused international panic. Did you uh, say the Sony hack? Yeah, when Sony's, uh, like the studio, was their, their database was hacked. And uh, that's when the whole big issue about the movie, the interview, how uh, they were, t- they, you know, they were trying to assassinate Kim Jong Un in the movie, and so there was a lot about people threatening that they would bomb theaters if they ever played this movie, the interview, mm-hmm. all that shit. That also seems pretty fucking big, right? And, um, but I mean, not I as big as the Ebola, but. Yeah, I mean, it was, well, yeah, definitely not as big as the Ebola, but I feel like that's North Korea getting upset about a movie that was made that's completely fictional. I understand why they got upset, but, I mean, I even watched that movie, like, last month, and I fucking, I still love that movie. So good. <laughs> I remember watching it shortly after it came out, or I don't remember. I I didn't care too much about movies at that point. Yeah, well, not until I came into your life did that make sense to you. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, we were we were working at Massage Envy in 2014, man. We were. We were working together at that time. That's what's fucking weird <laughs> to think back that. Crazy. Six years ago. Nice. But yeah, so now let's go back to 1952. Okay, quick jump back. A little whippity whoop. So what do you think the 11th biggest news story was Ooh. in 1952? Sony has announced their <laughs> market share. You did it. Oh, wow. No way. No, not even fucking close, Regis. Oh, fuck. Ah, <laughs> man, like, you God were feeling it. it, and I I had to, like, I hate crushing you down. Side note, I love doing it. But, no. I mean, like, you were, you, you were doing so good. You had so much so much courage. I went in strong with confidence. it. Confidence, yeah, you were, you were feeling it. So I'm proud of you. Good job. I wanted to at least give you that moment of, like, you did it, but you really didn't do it. Oh. It's okay. Well, you win it? some, you lose some. So some, you lose some. I haven't won one yet. Oh, co- oh, come on! You've won like four, two, maybe at least two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not mad that's about right. it. Hey, that's, you were you were picked for a purpose. You were PP'd. You know what I mean? <laughs> Purposely picked. All right. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. So, the eleventh news story of the year. Drum roll, please. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do it. Okay. Because it's too ominous for a drum roll. Oh, wow. What? Oh, whoa. Oh, my God. Did he say <laughs> ominous? No, you got you to say it first. You got to oh, say I know, the right? headline. No, I said <laughs> ominous. Go. No, that's that's not the <laughs> climax of the story is when I say ominous? <laughs> no. <laughs> you got to tell us what it is. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. That's, ugh, that's uncomfortable. Well, I'm going to tell you a little story. You about <laughs> six kids, a mom and a dog, in the beautiful nation of the U.S. of A. Okay. Yeah. Seems six pretty. Six kids, a mom and a dog. Six kids, a mom and a dog. Are Sounds the like kids, the setup for a sitcom. Are they both, all, all the siblings, the offspring of the dog and the mom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say no. For oh, sure. Okay. Like a... No, I know for a fact that all six of the kids aren't related, uh, but I don't know like exactly how many come from said mom and or said dog. Oh, or said dog. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. they're they're a bunch of mutts. 
It, yeah, sure. <laughs> so the, the these six kids, they were aged from 10 to 17. Uh, the dog, unknown age. Mom, uh, unknown age. Okay. Or, well, mom was probably known age, but unimportant. <laughs> so she wasn't a mom of the kids. She was just a mom. Yeah, she was a mom, I think, of like three of the kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair to say, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and, yeah, her name was Kathleen May. And uh, so this story was made, uh, it made local and national news, and it scared millions of people, and it actually became the 11th news story of the year, which was very big for this small little town in Flatwoods, West Virginia. Ooh. Flatwoods. Yeah. Ironically, it's very mountainous there. Very, yeah, actually, so you're right. Ironically, yes. there it is very mountainous in the Flatwoods. Yes. Not very flat. And, nope. uh, no, not at all. And so... The the six kids they were all uh, they were all just kind of hanging out together on a local farm, and it was it was early September, so it's I mean around this time it's probably still considered like the dog days of summer, or as a uh, um you know ri- um oh fucking what's that song uh, the dog days are over dog days are gone. Oh, uh, this is about the time frame that that song would be written for, I'd say. Okay. <laughs> no, maybe not ringing any. Bells. I know the song. I oh, can't remember. Um, it's Florence and the Machine is the the name of the band. But okay. I'll yes. si- I'll be singing it when I when we're done with this. Yeah, you will be. <laughs> that's and that's a mollusk guarantee. Click. That's a mollusk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so these kids were playing, and the oldest of them, 17, his name was Gene Lemon. And what a just fucking solid last name, Lemon. That's just, he's going to be an anchor someday or something. I don't know. Was he? No, unfortunately. Oh. Um, no, he wasn't. Did he I th- die? I think actually, after doing research, I think he did f- die in like a military plane accident like 20 years ago or something, so. He died a hero. Died in, died in a hero. But yeah, currently he's only a National Guards member, though. And uh, they see this giant fireball out of nowhere just cross along the sky. (gasps) Ooh. Yeah. And they're thinking, oh, cool, it's like like a shooting star or a meteor. But as they're seeing it, start shooting across the sky it they notice that it starts changing pattern a little like it's almost in an arc and at first it looks like it's crossing the sky but then it slowly comes down and starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger and then boom it's they see it over across the mountainside and it shakes the ground Ooh. so 1952 Think about the time frame as well, about some history stuff we've learned about so far. We haven't even, like, launched stuff into space, really. Like, Sputnik, the satellite, like, I think that was in 55, 56, maybe. Okay. But 
in 52. I mean, we're we are dreaming about space. We're talking about space. You know, World War Two yeah. is over. We've just stolen a whole bunch of Nazis that are going to help us get there. <laughs> uh, and, you know, we're in the middle of the Cold War, so we're fighting against the Russians, you know, a standoff against the Russians, as some might say. Yeah. So these kids in aren't even good. a pissing contest. Yeah, pretty much. A so, dick measuring contest. That's what oh, it was. Oh, yeah, the dick measuring contest from season or from episode one, of course. Yep. And, yeah, so these kids aren't even going, oh, well, that must have been a satellite that crashed down from above us. Or, you know, I mean, they're, they're not thinking of things like that. They know it wasn't like a plane crashing. So their first thought is actually, oh, well, that was a meteor that was coming down. And if you actually turn in meteorite like that you found, even today you would still make a shit ton of money if you found a huge chunk of meteorite and went and, like, you know, took it somewhere to sell. But so back then, I think they were thinking, oh, wow, that was, we could, sh- we should go see, first off, curiosity, you know, we should go see yeah. what it was. But secondly, I think they're also thinking, oh, how cool would it be if we went and found this giant chunk of space rock that made a whole bunch of money for our little family here and on our farm and shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, little did they know, it was a giant piece of... Space airplane AIDS. Poop. Oh, right. Yeah, I was thinking space AIDS, but you're right. Yeah, oh. airplane poop. They eat fries off it. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> El Joe Dirte. I was actually talking about that movie today. Good times. Nice. It's a classic. Classic. Classically <laughs> almost horrible movie. Oh, yeah. it's. I mean, I didn't see the second one because I figured it would just be pure horror, but, you know. Wait, there was a second one? Yeah, they made a second Joe Dirt like five years ago, four years ago. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, sad day. Sad day. (laughs) So these these kids, they go and they make sure Gene Lemon, you know, like I said, the National Guardsman, he's prepared. They get flashlights, they get a rifle, and they get one of the kids' moms, like I said, who was Kathleen May. And (laughs) she's like, yeah, let's fucking go find that meteor. (laughs) Let's go for (laughs) it, guys. And so thinking about this story, too, I think it's a little funny. I was trying to reflect on parenting a little while researching this. And uh, Kathleen May, her parenting skills, off the chart. <laughs> Fucking off the chart. <laughs> so For supporting are, such curious minds. These are freaked out, very hysterical people in this time, post-World War II, during Korean War. And, uh, I mean, we, we're testing nukes at this time. We're making submarines. Lots of crazy shit. We're in a Cold War with Russia. And she's like, you guys just saw a giant fireball fall across the mountain? <sighs> well, if you make sure to grab enough flashlights and a rifle, let's go find that motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> You got to remember. Your, ra- your age is no- 10 to 17, right? Yeah, let's fucking go. There's no Netflix, though. So she was ah. just as curious. That's true. <laughs> She's like, I've been fucking sewing all goddamn day. Yeah, I want to go out into the mountains to find something that could possibly <laughs> kill me. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I think it's funny. It's like, I mean, I would totally be curious. I would 100% go see what the fuck just happened. But I would be like, okay, kids, stay here. I'll be back in like an hour, okay? 
Call the cops if I'm not back in an hour then, though, all right? You'll be fine. But she's like, no, let's make a little ragtag crew. We're all going to go get that motherfucker. If we go down, we go down together. <laughs> yeah. Gene, you got your rifle. I've got my Bowie knife. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all so right. anyways, they march off into this forest that, like we said, not very flat. It's It's pretty much a hike for them to find this area. And it starts getting a little thick. The air starts filling a little thicker. It starts getting foggy. Ooh. And if I didn't mention this already, it's nighttime. Nice. So when the fireball soared across the sky, it was it was like getting to be sundown. But now their hike out there, it's fucking dark. Hell yeah. Pitch black. They're out there searching around. They brought their dog, Ricky, with them. Uh, I I found mixed reports about saying it saying what type of breed of dog it was, so I'm not going to even try. I'm just going to let you know it's a larger-sized dog, and it was a hunting dog that was known for defending its owners as well. Like a, like a hound? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm assuming it was like a hound. A lot of the things I saw was like it was like a bloodhound or a type of pointer one said it was a spaniel, and I was like, "Okay, these are." I'm getting mixed reviews. We're just gonna, okay, yeah. So, but Fair this dog enough. was known for it was trained. It was known for like knowing its way around the woods and being like very protective of its family, its owners. So I d- I did find that in almost every research I found, though, that this dog was like a very loyal, strong, brave dog. Nice. And at this point, when it starts getting foggy and dark. Ricky, the dog, starts whimpering. He tucks his tail behind his legs, and he starts walking away. And Gene and Kathleen are like, whoa, 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 no, 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 stay with us. And, like, he, like, waits. And, okay, fine. And they just, he challenges through it. Like, so this dog's even scared. And is almost like, I'm fucking done, guys. Like, if you're not going to read the social cues, like, let's, (laughs) let's peace the fuck out. But... He's still loyal and comes back to his owners. And that's why dogs are better than cats. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> and so they start walking out. The dog's getting more nervous, the, which is starting to make the kids nervous too. And then they find this giant like metal <clears throat> chunk in the ground. It looks like it's torn through some trees. And there's just fire and embers just cooling off around it, hmm. which is giving this little area around it a, like an orangish red glow everywhere. Cool. So they can't see great, but at least in this area they have like a, a, a bit of a flashing strobing of orange light around them that they can see a little more. Yeah. And that's when they start hearing a weird noise in the branches. Like what? Like a like a branch is cracking and snapping and almost a hissing noise. Ooh. Yeah. And but the hiss the hissing noises they feel like they said that they heard, but they didn't really think about the noises because they were so nervous about this meat giant meteor type thing they just had found. But also there was a terrible smell in the air. Yeah, uh, they were 
some of them started smelling it at different times, depending on where they were close to this meteorite. And uh, one of the kids started getting a little more nervous and started seeming like he's having a panic attack. One of the other kids threw up from just the the smell smell? alone. Yeah, just from the smell. It's making them sick, and it's this terrible odor. Damn. And that's when the hissing noises starts getting louder and closer. Ooh. Okay, okay. Now, some of the descriptions of what happened next varies, but it's fairly close, fairly similar. But they look over from where they hear the hissing noises, and out through the trees comes this huge red ball that's floating in the air. Oh, God. And as it starts getting closer, then they see these giant, then the these giant fluorescent eyes open on this <gasps> red ball. No. Yeah, and they're they're almost a, like an orangish green light that's just strobing at them. Oh. And as it starts getting closer, so does th- this screeching noise starts getting cl- louder. Okay. And as it gets closer, then they start being able to see it in this orange glow of the light from the embers. and So all of them said this happened? Like, all of the peoples? I mean, I would say, like... Uh, I mean, yes, all of them said they saw something, but the description varies. Okay. Uh, I'm using the, the most generalized description, and I can I'll, I'll tell you some of the varied descriptions later, too. Okay. But for dramatic effect... <laughs> I'm telling you Got a creepy it. version. <laughs> All right, fair. Yeah, so ne- once it gets into this glow of this orange, that's when they're able to make out this giant hood over this orange round f- orb face. And it almost looks like the Ace of Spades, like an Ace of Spades type hood. All right. And they are just kind of, they feel like they're frozen in fear. And then... Out of nowhere, the hissing stops, and, like, everything's dead silent. And then this thing starts gliding towards them super quick. Whoa. It's it's not touching the ground. They said it looked like it was anywhere from 12 to 16 feet tall. And it just started gliding towards them super quickly. So we got six kids, a dog, and a mom. Which one do you think freaks out the first, like the quickest? Like, who's oh, the first one? Oh, the dog. Wrong. It's actually the National Guards member. <laughs> oh. Gene Lemon, 17-year-old, oldest of the kids. Just He fucking screams, drops his flashlight, and runs away. And that's when everybody else, like, gets the picture that, oh, shit, yeah, we're supposed to be. So they all just start running. They all oh, start booking God. it away. They they just run for like three straight miles pretty much and stop. Nothing's following them. So they go back to the house. They start calling the police. They start calling the, you know, trying to figure out what could possibly be happening because they don't know what they just encountered. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, I, I was trying to jump ahead and be like, what the fuck could this have been? I, and I'm thinking, I can't wait till we get to the theories because I don't even fucking know. So how do, how do these guys explain what they just saw? Yeah, exactly. And so, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, like how do you explain something that you have no possible understanding of? 
I feel like in this day and age, it would even be hard for us to have a a decent grip on what was happening in this situation, mm-hmm. especially since it's so hard to like focus during times like when you're just really panicked and freaked out, and you never really know like what your brain is going to see or how you're going to react or what specific mm-hmm. you know training you have, I guess. But no matter what, like even then, like, fucking we have. <laughs> so much more knowledge now and shared information now with internet and desensitization to pretty much everything. But fucking back then in the 50s, they're already freaked out. And, uh, yeah. So, I don't... You I don't did know. just say butt fucking. I, so I say know. butt fucking all the time. Okay. It's... I try to, like, use it as, like, a like a way to, like, subliminal message people. It never <laughs> works. At least from my knowledge. You so got me. If any of you feel like uh, performing anal sex after one of our episodes, please Jesus let us Christ. know. <laughs> I'm sorry, just kidding. No, don't don't let us know. Or no, don't let us do. know. Just enjoy it on your own time. <laughs> Good for you. Good but fucking uh, so. <laughs> so uh, the, yeah, these guys they they get the air force involved. They get the police involved, uh, and. Within hours, it spreads across this small little town of Flatwoods, West Virginia, and everyone is kind of not really in a panic or hysterics, but everyone knows about it. They've heard all these different varying crazy descriptions. They've heard about the encounter, the smells. Hmm. And uh, so, I mean, some people even went out to this area that they said they had found this creature and this giant hunk of pretty much like tarish ore. That was sitting around. And uh, so Air Force comes out. They go to the area where the siding was. There's no broken trees. There's no crash site. There's no giant orb. And there's no sign of a creature. So they were drugged. (laughs) I I mean, either they were drugged, they were scared, or there was a cover-up. Hmm. Ooh. I mean, so the this investigation of what is now known as the Flatwoods Monster. <gasps> you you were so close. You you knew it sounded familiar, but you were like, "Oh, what? A, where did I hear that?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, now I got it. But yeah, so uh, the Flatwoods Monster even was one of the f- first uh, UFO inquiries as a part of uh, the Project Blue Book which we hmm. brought up a couple times, and I promise we'll do an episode eventually, but this is a big one. It was pretty much the 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 American government and the U.S. Air Force's own private investigation into alien sightings and UFO sightings. That and early? And, yeah, yeah. It, I think it started in, like, the late 40s, and by the 70s was stopped. Okay. <clears throat> and uh yeah, and they pretty much all of their investigations concluded that oh, there's no such thing as aliens, blah 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 blah. But yeah, they okay. were also a lot of information was also undisclosed about how they tried to cover things up as well or that they tried to make certain people sound crazy so that a story wasn't as believable. Our you know. government? I know, right? So weird. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Of, not my America. Nice try. Not, yeah. <laughs> not here. <laughs> we don't do yeah. that. Exactly. 
So this little town, like I said, it really became a local legend. And this town had less than 300 people. And, oh. uh, yeah. And it, so, like, so, so I have got the names here of the witnesses. So here's the May brothers. Here's the son, the kids of the Kathleen May. Ed, who okay. was 13. Freddie was 12. And 10-year-old Tommy Heyer was also playing with them. Dang. Yeah. and that She and had those so three back to back to back. Re- 13, much, 12, and 10. Yeah, 13, 12. And well, and 10 was uh, Tommy Heyer. He was he was just one of their friends. Oh, oh Sorry. okay. Ed and Freddie were Kathleen May's kids. Still back to back like Jordan yeah, 96, 97. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. So, like I said, so the Air Force didn't find anything. They're saying, oh, yeah, you guys must have just gotten exposed to some type of swampy gases out here. I mean, during this late summer, they said that in these areas it's possible great that excuse. certain sections of the forest get very swampy. And those can have, like, <laughs> toxins in the gases. And, oh, you guys are having, like, swamp toxin confusion. You guys are fine. <laughs> You're good. <clears throat> <laughs> Hold up, though. <laughs> <laughs> what, you don't believe that? You think that's wrong? <laughs> oh, no, I I want to believe that one the most. Oh, we could stop, and I would be happy. Oh, that's fucking yeah, hilarious. We figured it out, guys. It was swamp gas. You, you were hypnotized, <laughs> or you had the effects of the swamp gases. Dude, is I'm that, ready to go is that wandering a regular through some occurrence? swamps, man. Is that a thing? Like a normal thing that happens to They're people They're like, God, there? fucking every single week. Oh, you saw another weird creature in the swamp? Haven't we placed enough signs around the swamps letting people know that there's toxic gases that might cause hallucinations? Man. God, I'm sick of all these. Fine, I guess I'll go check out the swamp again. I fucking hate that place. And it stinks. think of all the people that died from being accused of being a witch. Ugh, dude. Just swamp gas, Because they're just affected by the swamp gases. Exactly. So, Whew. other other possible ideas of what they were trying to write off was that they were just so nervous and panicked and anxious that they started seeing things. I mean, we've heard of that hysteria. That's that's a huge one, especially if you're in a group of people that are all freaking out. Yeah. <clears throat> and so they're saying, okay, well, so that night in 1952... There actually was a giant asteroid, like a like a shooting star that was noticed shooting past three different states. <clears throat> okay. And West Virginia was one of them. And it had multiple sightings of people seeing this shoot across. And they described it the same. It was like a giant fireball. <clears throat> so... <clears throat> They're thinking, okay, well, th- th- you did see some crazy giant monster, but you maybe you did see the fireball, and then you just panicked from there on out. Fair. And, uh, you know, then, they, then it, the, the UFO investigator, or the, sorry, not the UFO investigators, the, the Air Force investigators also found that from the area, there was actually two, like, airplane beacons that were visible from the tree lines, and those airplane beacons were orange. So they were flashing an orange light that didn't light up the area, but it did, In if you caught the trees in a right angle, give it did give them a slight orange glow. Okay. Okay, I, all right, whatever. 
And in this area, she just it's just it, they really add a whole bunch of things together. <laughs> in this area, it's also no very common to see large barn owls. And so they're saying, okay, so what happened here is you saw a large barn owl. It started screeching at you, which they're known to do. And then it glided at you, which birds are known to do. I don't know if you knew this, Regis. Birds have wings. <gasps> they can sometimes oh. fly. News. Sometimes. Not all birds that have wings have fly- can fly, so you're welcome. Uh, you're now uh, like a professional ornithologist. Questionable. <laughs> exactly. Questionable. Allegedly, they can't fly. Alleg- <laughs> yeah. Allegedly, birds exist. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so yeah, so they're pushing Speak, pretty much. Okay, sorry to, saw natural, sorry to interrupt you on this no, real good, quick though. I uh, to go along with our theory that birds um, are all robots. Yeah, totally. What's up? I I heard a theory that we're all being quarantined so the birds can charge. <laughs> I know. I saw that. I actually posted uh, a meme similar to that on our page. And, that was a oh, good man. This is a fun one. It makes sense, man. They're using the 5G tower stations to recharge the bird drones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Anyway. (coughs) Exactly. I I digress. Um, So they're pretty much just pushing everything is, no, everything you saw isn't real. You're a crazy person. (laughs) And uh, they said that the only tracks they found in the area were from a truck. And... Uh, Kathleen May and Jean Lemon also claimed that they f- saw like a, a giant around this meteorite crash landing. It was almost like a big tarry gummy deposit. So it was almost like a like a tarry fluid flowing out from it. Okay. Uh, but they said the only type of tarry oily fluid they found was uh, oil slick in the truck tracks that had driven through the area. So, uh, all right. Okay. So, who do you believe, right? At this point, there's just a lot of different shit. Yeah. A lot of angles. Mm hmm. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of believers, um, but and a lot of witnesses that really believed that these kids were 100% being honest. One of the kids peed his pants. Like I said, a couple <laughs> kids threw up. I mean, this dog was freaked out. The mom was freaked out. They were trying to, you know, coddle each other, but one was a wife and one was a dog, and they're like, ah, how will people ever accept us? They won't. They won't. I'm sorry. They won't. Uh, And so even when they took it to the police, the state police there, they laughed at the report and just wrote it off as people being hysterical. Because the kid had piss pants. Yeah, exactly, right? How do they take a kid serious (laughs) when he wet himself? Right. And uh, so the the Flatwoods Monster has been given several different names, been known by several different... Flatwoods Monster is the biggest one. Uh, the Green Monster is another very popular one, which I feel like probably just didn't take off as well because of the whole, you know, uh, the, Greenwood monster, or the Green Monster wall type thing. That's for uh, the Red Sox, right? That's the thing. The green, uh, oh fuck! The green <laughs> Why monster, the hell right? You put me on the spot like that. Because <laughs> you're the my baseball giant. guy. The, oh, it's Jeez, the green fuck. giant, not the green the monster. Green, no, right. the fucking god damn it! Why would you do that to me at, right now? Because I love you. God damn it! Don't worry about it. But you know, we we're talking about the same thing, though. You know, it is. 
Yeah, fuck. Let me clear. <laughs> Hold on. It's the green monster. Jesus Christ. Okay. I thought I was right. I was like, I thought it was called the green monster. But... Yeah. But that's it. That's in Boston. But that's yeah. close to West Virginia. Okay. Maybe. Um, And there's also the, the Flatwoods Phantom. I think that one sounds pretty good. Flatwoods Phantom. Yeah. Uh, so... Like I said, this t- this time frame as well, there's a lot of reason for these people to be a little nervous and prone to hysterics. You know, it was really just an era of, like, bomb scares, like we talked about, and, the you know, between the Cold War and post-World War II, Korean War, there's just a lot of problems. There was a lot of, uh, at least as this website calls it, political demagogues. Okay. So, I mean... That's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and so communism is freaking everybody the fuck out. So they're just saying, okay, oh, you're seeing things crazy from space. Oh, you're just a crazy person with hysterics. <laughs> uh, I mean, hysteria is the easiest write-off ever. We've talked about it. Yeah. I, like, I, we've this will be episode 66, I think. And it, it's okay. had to have come up at least 30 40 different times. Half half of the time? <laughs> yeah. Funny. No, so, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. And so uh, one thing that's kind of hard, too, is a lot of the times we have these crazy, like, cryptid sightings or these, you know, alien sightings, whatever you want to call it. And what what gives it more credibility is also what kind of tears the story down. When you have okay. this type of scary, crazy shit going on, and one person, it, it starts with one very specific story that gets all of the de- these details and the descriptions laid out. Then out of nowhere, there's a whole bunch of different sightings of people saying, oh, I saw this, and it was exactly like the thing I read in the newspaper, and it was, I saw that. You know, you know what I mean? So when you have a cryptid, what gives it more credibility is if more than one people see it, or if it has more than one sighting, right? Yeah. But... In a case where people are trying to write it off as hysteria, it actually discredits the situation if more and more people are just bringing in these crazy sightings. Oh, I saw it too. Oh, yeah, me too. It was fucking freaky. It was making crazy noises in my backyard. My dog barked at it all night. You know what I mean? Like this, It's a weird situation with cryptids sometimes, especially in small towns. Yeah. that The hills of West Virginia, I, I don't know if... They're all straight there, so I don't know. <laughs> so, you know, Mothman, arguably one of the greatest cryptids, has lots <sighs> of sightings over yeah. several months. It's a fun one. But the Flatwoods Monster has this one sighting. and No one else has ever seen it, then? No one else has ever seen it other, the, other than these the small group of people. Wow. And it got this much traction? And it got, thi- yeah, it got, th- it was the 11th biggest news story in the world. Wow. And, and, and Talk this about was just a, a small town. Of, yeah, and it was just a small town of 300 people. That's crazy. So once it started getting more popularity and started making more national news, that's when more people started questioning um, Kathleen May and Gene Lemon and the other kids. Mm hmm. The May brothers now, a days, they're still alive, but they won't do any further investigations or interviews. They're just over it. They got asked so many questions over and over. But the last interview they did, I believe, is in 2007, 
and oh. they were doing an interview, and they they pretty much the last line from Eddie was, "I don't care if any of you believe, I know what I saw, and that's all I need to know." Fair. So to this day, he they they still are sticking to what they saw, what they believe in, and what they reported when I it like officially it. happened. That you should have that attitude. Like, I don't care yeah. what you fucking believe. You can believe me or not. I know what I saw, so fuck you guys. Yeah. and he, I don't believe know, him. Yeah, and he's probably spent most of his life already trying to explain it to enough people, and he's just like, he's he's tired of telling the story. He's tired of hearing the same responses. Who cares? Yeah. I'm done. After so many years of saying the same thing. I mean, if if he's telling the truth, and if the story is real, then the story will never change. So yeah, if he exactly. said the story once and he said it 30 times, it'll all line up. And yeah. after that, what more can you say about it? And see, so that's one thing that's interesting is the kids' stories, the kids' descriptions never changed. They were very specific, and they were all the same. But their mom, Kathleen, her description changed a little bit. <laughs> Just Ooh. a little. Not a lot, but a little. And... You know, I think it was probably her just trying to fill in the blanks of what her memory wasn't being able to figure out. Because even though that story I told you of their encounter, really they only saw this creature for three to five seconds. It was very, very quick and ominous. (laughs) (laughs) And so, I mean, they didn't, they weren't able to like see it for a very long time. They didn't look back and it was chasing them, you know. So, you know, I, I assume it's fair to say that she's probably just filling in the gaps with her memory. Or but, trying to spice it up a little bit. You know, it, yeah, like as adults are known to do. They want to make money sometimes or get attention, you know, whatever. Or find a mate. Exactly. Find a strong, fertile male. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's just how our bodies work, bro, okay? That's just science. Yep. Just science, man. <laughs> So her description slightly changed, but it was still one of the most profound descriptions that was able to get Gray Barker involved. Uh, now, Gray Barker is someone who's huge in the ufology community. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of his credibility fell through when he, in, I, th- I think it was in the 80s, because he, he was a huge writer and he wrote a lot about these crazy Fortean-type stories of science fiction crazy impossibilities that yet were still being claimed to be true. Hmm. So he talked a lot about aliens. He talked a lot about cryptids and monsters and wrote these big stories. And at the end of his career, he pretty much came out and said, I didn't believe in any of this, and I can't tell you how much of it is true. And uh, a lot of it I over-exaggerated just because mm-hmm. it made good stories. You know, there and you I, I can't argue with that. I get it. But, you know, so <clears throat> there's a de- decent section of time where a lot of UFO stories, alien stories, monster stories are very diluted of what is the actual facts that are being told by the people who noticed the encounter or saw this creature or whatever and what is being pushed out in the news or by these different stories because of any of the UFO writers who are just trying to become famous 
or specifically Gray Barker, who kind of he came out and pretty much announced to the world that ah, he's just doing it for the money. It was fun. <laughs> he liked writing about it. He didn't believe in any stories, but he's like, yeah, I, what I'm going to do what sells, and that's, you know, kind of yep. bending the truth on these crazy stories. Boom. But between Gray Barker and Kathleen May, uh, they were able to, they got a New York Times, uh, so let me hurry and pull it up. The There's actually a Flatwoods Monster Museum there in uh, Flatwoods, West Virginia now. And nice. they have this picture hanging up, and it's um, this f- very famous sketch that if you were to Google Flatwoods Monster, this would be the first thing you'd see. <coughs> and okay. it was done by a New York New York journalist, um, and it was put together with a description from that was given to him by Gray Barker and Kathleen May. And like I said, it, in this picture, the eyes are yellow and the face has like a yellow circle around it, but. Okay. Um, but yeah, the description at least is like, kind of very, like a blood red circle face with yellowish orange green eyes and then the big spade hood and then it's got like a big metal torso. So Kathleen's description started changing a little bit more and it had this big metal torso and from this torso it had a big metal like tube belt that was like very tubular and from that tube came this like green pleated skirt that came all the way down and showed that it was floating above the ground and it wasn't it didn't like have feet touching or anything it was just floating and uh so the biggest thing about this description that i just gave most of that is still pretty close to what the other witnesses said they still all saw the giant hood they saw the big red face the eyes they saw a large body but they couldn't get much detail on like the torso or if it was wearing a dress or if it had if it was green or if it was metal there was all different slightly different descriptions uh, but the biggest thing that varied was its arms and its hands some of them said it had no hands they didn't see any hands uh, and gene lemon said that it looked like it almost had like antennas as arms hmm and but then Kathleen said that it looked like it had very small like metal arms that like protracted out and it had claws at the end of them. Okay. So this biggest description that you'd ever see if you were to google it is this f- famous sketch of the Flatwoods monster that's kind of held today of Kathleen and Gray Barker's description of this Flatwoods monster. Took over. Yeah, and so that's what made it a little more popular. To this point, you know, we really don't know how much of what this famous sketch, how much of it is credible or not, but that is that is the most, at least the most official sketch that was given of a detailed sighting. So it's like a ghost robot alien man. It's like, yeah, it's like a Frankenstein-like monster alien cryptid thing. Um, right. About a week later, some other people saw what resembled a lizard, like a giant reptilian man running through, it, like it ran through the streets, like across this this uh, forested area. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had like a green pleated skirt and metal arms, they said, before oh, this sketch came out of the Flatwoods monster. 
And so a lot of things came out about maybe that hood, the giant spaded hood type red face was actually just a mask, like a, like almost like a like a space alien space mask. Like an astronaut almost coming to visit another planet, and that was its mask that covered this reptilian face. <laughs> okay. Um, but the descriptions weren't close enough to where that can be considered a second Flatwoods monster sighting. Um, you know, maybe just other hysterics or somebody else just seeing something completely different. But because of that being closely within the same time frame in the same area, a lot of people have thought maybe, okay, this was like a, a reptilian alien type of thing. And yep. it was in a sort of suit, like an astronaut suit that came down. Um, or maybe it was like a, an alien robot drone that came down. Or maybe it was this cryptid monster or a demon ghost. Like, you know, and that's where the... And once the demon ghost idea kind of started getting more popular, that's when it got the name the Flatwoods Phantom instead of it being a monster. You know what I mean? There's so there's so many could be this and could be that. There's so many. And that's the hardest thing. Is it really is in this very weird gray area. Cause so this was a this was an episode I wanted to do during our Halloween cryptid month. But I, I did all the research then. I read a lot about it. I listened to a lot of different podcasts and documentaries. But it it's so hard because it, it I, I decided not to do it because it just didn't quite feel like it was a cryptid. To me personally, it feel even though it's listed as a cryptid, if you go to like trying to do research for it, mm-hmm. it falls more under cryptozoology. But I feel like it's it falls more under if it did happen, if it was real, it's more under this alien robotic kind of a falling point. Yeah, that's where my mind goes when you're explaining it. Sounds like more maybe like some type of alien thing. I don't know yeah. if I fully believe that this all happened, but when what? I follow when I follow the story, Come on. It's more like some alien type thing. Well, because here's the, here's the <laughs> thing. All like cryptid type things all have some type of resemblance of like another creature or like take Typically. Bigfoot for example, there's so many different variations when you look at different regions, they all have yeah. their own description, but they're somewhat close. Same with other exactly. cryptids, like they relate to some other animal that it could come from. With this thing, you're telling me it has a fucking spades head, <laughs> so it came from what a casino, and <laughs> now is combined with a robot that floats and has antenna arms. Come no. to the West Virginia casino! Oh God, it's screeching <laughs> at us! No, I'm trying to promote the nearest possible way to win money. We've got the loosest slots. It's oh, a cartoon character. <laughs> so you're right. It's not so much of a cryptid than it is like maybe a alien type thing. Yeah, that's fair. I, I totally agree. Um, so that's that's really the story. Like I said, there there hasn't been any other real sightings, and uh, and no big surprise at all. Just like any other place that has a huge cryptid sighting, especially if it's a small town. They fucking held on to it. Mm. That's one of their <laughs> pride and joys now. So every year during they have a big Flatwoods Festival, which is oh just God. a big city festival. And it 
They, I mean, and the city's name is Flatwoods, so that's not crazy to call it the Flatwoods Festival. Uh, and yeah, they just do a lot of different things, celebrate this town, but a big portion of it is focused around this Flatwoods monster. That's uh, so crazy. There's there's these five giant chairs that they could fit literally a small family on just one chair. And the five different chairs were done by different local artists and they're painted all differently, but very close they're very similar, but just based off of slightly varying um descriptions of the Flatwoods monster. Yeah. And uh, I, th- I mean, I don't know if they're still doing this, but at least like uh, three or four years ago, if you were, if you took a picture in all five of the chairs, then you got to go to the town hall and they would give you a free sticker, a free Flatwood Monster sticker. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> all right. So when we do know, our East Coast tour, oh, dude, that's gonna be our stop. Fucking definitely, we're we gonna go around. We go. I'll meet you in Nevada. We'll do some crazy alien shit there. We'll head mm-hmm. up to the to the north or north border, hit some Mothman stuff, some Bigfoot shit. Then we'll hook over to the East Coast, see some Jersey Devil, maybe some Ape Monster, some Goat Man, and then definitely we'll have to stop here in West Virginia and get our for Flatwood the, Monster Museum for the Flatwoods Festival. Yeah, and like so, so similarly with Mothman, I, I don't remember if you remember, but we talked about how. They like you could go to restaurants and they have Mothman cookies or Mothman pizzas or Mothman oh, coffee. Yeah. Same thing. You come here, they've got extra large burgers that are called like the Flatwoods Monster Burger, and you oh, know there's these different goodness. treats. And I mean, I don't blame them. I get it. If you're a small town that was no like started because of mining or railroading and that left, you just hold on to what you can, man. You farm. Well, I think and you. Yeah, hold it on to local legends. But for one story. And see, that's, that's the craziest the, thing. That is so nuts. Yeah, just this one sighting was big enough. And, I mean, all of these kids, they were they were good kids. They weren't known for being, like, rowdy or breaking rules or starting fights or doing bad in school. Kathleen wasn't known for trying to do things for attention. She wasn't an alcoholic or a drug addict like they they were all i i mean i guess the term they typically use is respectable you know i mean they were trustworthy and so in this small town for all of these people to be 100% to this story i mean it was it was just so real and so true and something that seemed like couldn't be just made up on the spot that it really just clicked together and made this huge legend that's nuts. Shaped an entire yeah. city or town. I'm yeah, call it exactly. A city. I mean, it's small enough because there's only like 300 people. That I think that's actually not even considered technically a town. It's like more of like a village. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's a proper term, but I don't know. I would call it a village. <laughs> and they're hanging on. Especially that makes in the 50s. More sense. If they don't have anything else going for you, hang on to a spooky story, right? Yeah, exactly. So. You ready for the theories, my friend? I'll give it to him. Let's yeah, I'm it. ready. I'm ready to shut this shit down. Whoa, whoa, yep. whoa. Yeah, I'm going to give them the hard truth. All 300 of them can come over and suck my popsicles. Well, of course they could because that would be fantastic. That would be so nice of you to be like, hey, free popsicles, 300 people. They're homemade. West Virginia. Strawberry watermelon. <laughs> exactly. That sounds beautiful. 
You're such a such a kind soul. I try. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> Theory number one. Hit me. It was actually a combination of seeing a barn owl mixed with hysteria. Oh. I know. I mean, these ones here with the sightings, I hate doing the whole the Boo. whole like it's the most reasonable blah, but I mean, you have to do it. You know what I mean? Okay. Fair. I'll give it to you. Because so much about it just states, okay, these people are already panicked and nervous and freaked out. And they see this barn owl in yeah. maybe maybe even like the hole of a tree, like in the tree trunk. And you, you know how sometimes those make like big, like almost spade-like teardrop symbols in the these yeah. tree holes? Maybe it's a big owl face yeah. right there. And... It, okay. There's the body that they're seeing is a tree, and the the green pleated skirt they're seeing is just foliage coming down from the tree. And maybe this owl just had some babies or something, and so it was being very territorial. And barn owls, especially during certain seasons and different times of the years, are known for screeching and attacking people that get too close to their nest. It, especially so, in September. Yeah, so I mean they're it's their mating season. And it's yeah, and it, it's mating season and it's nighttime, you know, they're like we talk they if you don't know by now, I don't know. Owls are nocturnal, so they're awake and shit. So, it's nighttime, they're like, "Ooh, good night, good Is morning." That what that means? You know, "Oh, fuck, I'm going to jump at these people good getting night, too good close." Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, so they're these these people that go out in search of this meteor are looking for something. They already have a mindset of what they are looking for. So mm-hmm. if they see this weird orange glowing light coming through over this little section that they didn't know was from a plane like signal and they see this giant fireball come across the mountain that was actually just you know, then uh, you know, a shooting store type of asteroid coming across then, okay, yeah. they just pieced the rest of the puzzles together with how freaked out they were in the middle of the night in the middle of the forest. And I then an owl soared the at them. the logic of the theory. I accept that. Okay. I mean, I... I un- yeah, once again, I understand the logic. Do I feel like it's... I almost feel like it's just as far-fetched as the whole story itself. Because I just really feel like they just tried to piece as many pieces of the, of the different puzzles as they could together. That I mean, was an old grumpy man who made that up. Yeah. Oh, fuck, and they saw this monster? Oh, terrible smell. I'll show you terrible smell. My fucking ass smells worse than anything fucking out on them swamp tree monkey <laughs> things. Fucking, you seen out of me fucking owls? I'm fucking now bound down, down, down around there when you hanging out in the trees. You don't go run around there with them, them, them babies. Man, they just fucking fly. They fucking fly. The, the, the plane lights, man, with the asteroid, man. Come on, dang on, frag on. Exactly where that came exactly. from. Exactly. <laughs> Better get on, dang on. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, but that theory number one, mass hysteria, mixed with just seeing a crazy barn owl, and okay. you know at this time too, like we said, we did. They didn't have internet and stuff, so maybe they don't even exactly know what a barn owl looks like 
Maybe they don't know that. Okay, that. Okay, I know what an owl looks like, but I don't know that this giant barn owl has a huge yeah. spade-like face with creepy reflective eyes that screeches at you when they're mating. <laughs> I mean, okay. <clears throat> so I, I don't know. But you know, just saying. I'll, I'll take it. Deal. Thank you. Theory number two. They made it all up to try and get business for their town. Boom. So simple as that. Yeah, so I mean, we've talked about we talked about this idea with Mothman. Mount Pleasant, small town. They needed something to hold on to. I mean, there's a lot of different lake monsters in towns that you know, they just hold on to. I mean, Area 51. I mean, this little small area in Nevada, there's nothing. Yet they've been able to have a small hotel, bed and breakfast and restaurant in the middle of fucking nowhere, actually make money every single year just because it's close to an area where people think they saw alien UFOs. Yeah. You know what I mean? So do anything for clout. Yeah, it's just you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do and like people like to hold on to these fun legends. And I mean we also talked about this too with uh the Georgia Guidestones. Maybe they just made the whole thing up just to have a cool reason to have tourists come to a town. It's possible. It's possible. You never know. But, once again, kind of a lame, shitty theory, but you just kind of have to put those out there whenever you have these crazy sightings. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Theory number three, it was an alien drone. This alien drone Ooh. landed. It was like it was like satelliting Earth, and it hit something, came smashing down through, and yeah, maybe what the two other states saw was just a hurling fireball that looked like an asteroid. But maybe right there in motherfucking Flatwoods, West Virginia, is where that fireball came to a fucking landing. I like that one. They went to the section where this crazy monster being came out, and it was this giant 10 to fucking 16 foot fucking, I don't know, monster creature with robot arms, robot chest, and it was more of like just a suit for this alien that <laughs> came out. And I mean, and maybe... Just to save him from the elements. Right, yeah, and maybe it was an alien, or maybe like what they saw, like I said, was just like an astronaut suit thing for an alien that was inside of it. You know, like that's like maybe that's it. why yeah. it looks even weirder, and then it looked like it was wearing clothes, or that it was possibly made of metal. You, you know. Yeah. And after the people left, you know, the, this fucking alien thing tried to scare him off, and was like, "Shit." <laughs> Rule number one on this mission was don't get seen by humans. And fucking, I just barely get <laughs> out. I I limp out of this bitch. I was like, God, that was a terrible landing. Ah, fuck. Here's some of that. Natural life forms. Ugh, God. I'm going to go beep, boop, beep, up on my little wrist thing. What are these fuckers afraid of? Oh, hissing, scary noises. Wow, what pussies. Okay. Uh, I have to glide. I haven't done that since I was a teenager. Okay, here we go. (laughs) And luckily I had bad gas and was just farting it up because, you know, so that's. Yeah, well, that I mean, I part, yeah, where is that? Once part? once I explain uh, it so rationally, it makes so much sense. 
So, and then, yeah, after it scared him off, it was like, okay, let's get my little spaceship beep-boop-bop back together, and it then took off and flew away. And then the Air Force, just like they do best, covered up what they thought was an actual UFO incident. Of course they did. And claimed it as nothing and tried to make people feel like they were just being crazy so that they were discredited. Made them feel like phonies. Big fat phonies. I mean, it sounds crazy, but if the Air Force and the government weren't known for doing that, I wouldn't have brought it up. So, there's actual stories of them doing that. So, I feel like it's at least worth bringing up. That's not even allegedly. I I could say allegedly in certain different cases, but there's... That's not even legit. There's actual facts of them having done that in the past, mm-hmm. especially through anything that was researched during Project Blue Book. Huh. The 70s don't even start there. Yeah, man. Yeah, 50s, 60s, and 70s are fucking nuts with just a lot of shit. So, All right. So, yeah, that's theory number three. It was an actual alien landing. Okay. So far, my favorite. Very good, very good. All right. Now, do you remember when we talked about MK Ultra starting? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like, you talking about the year? I mean, yeah, maybe like, maybe the year, if you, if you remember generally. Uh, I briefly, I mean, I remember the story, but I don't remember, like, when it started. Okay. That's fair. Okay, that's cool. So... Um, yeah, so a lot of MKUltra stuff was a lot of pre-MKUltra projects that were doing very similar things started pretty much as soon as World War II was over. As soon as World War II uh. was over, we pretty much started experimenting on people and Americans and Canadians and Germans. Okay. But MKUltra didn't officially start until April 13th, 1952. Okay, so this is... And this is September 1952. Five months later? So, maybe this was just like a very early on MKUltra before, like, and maybe, like, once again, maybe it wasn't like an official MKUltra, like, project, but it was still under a very similar umbrella of, you know, kind of very early CIA, American government testing on small towns and just testing experimental drugs to see what they could what type of reactions they could get out of people oh boy so Uh, maybe this you know there maybe it was a plan you know boy did that town luck out (laughs) right and that's probably what the government rationalized it as they're like but how can you how can you rationalize doing this crazy shit to these pedestrians these american citizens that have done nothing wrong hey 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 whoa cool it we're doing them a fucking favor okay <laughs> it's either we shut this town down <laughs> or we give them or a reason to have tourism and make money okay we give them a holiday <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh shit so there it is those are our theories man let's wrap it back oh fuck all right theory number one this is a, 
This is a crazy one, dude. Yeah, man. This is just absolutely crazy. The fact that this exists, one <laughs> event and it made this big of a splash is just that blows my mind. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. I mean, and how are we not in the news yet then? It's I know I was actually just about to say like I'm not a, a big liar. I don't want to create this giant hoax. But honestly, like after doing so much research, if I wanted to, uh, dude, we could just go take a camping trip and create our own cryptid, have huge sightings of it, get people rallied together, and then become super famous before figuring out some cryptid. Like, totally, dude, it's and we nuts. Can, we can come up with a better cryptid than Spadeface. <laughs> I mean, true. But, like we said, to be fair, this was in the 50s. They don't have any, any as many influences as we do. <laughs> But one hundred percent, we could think of something. Fine, better. I'll give up. <laughs> but yeah, it's I mean, it's it's fucking nuts because every single person who saw this creature to the day they died claimed that they saw this creature, and pretty much their story stayed the same from beginning to end, except for Kathleen's that changed a little. It's nuts. So, yeah, it's, all right. it's weird. All right, all right, all right. I'm ready. All right, cool. Theory number one. Let's do this. It was a combination of mass hysteria, and they just saw this big, creepy barn owl that came through. And like we said, it was in a tree. It had foliage. And maybe these big metal claw arm things that were, like, smaller compared to its giant body that were coming through. I mean, that would... That matches the description of owl talents coming through if it's gliding at you. I mean, I get that makes sense yeah. to me. I don't know. Okay. But so mass hysteria so, mixed with an owl. So either it's been a long time since we've done this, or the alcohol had a big influence on me. Okay. <laughs> in the past, but I believe which I'm already going to hold and say yes. A a little bit more, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, totally. So. Like I said, the if you just say, okay, they're panicking, they're freaked out, they see this weird owl along a tree, and its claws come out, it's screeching, okay, I get that, that makes sense. But the them being so headstrong to go out into the middle of the woods, they see a giant piece of fireball throating through the sky, they see this meteor that has glowing embers around it. Like, every single piece of the puzzle... Everything of this story put together, I feel like just doesn't make sense when you're trying to discredit everything. I mean, I don't feel like any of it is credible, but <laughs> like like I said, I feel like this, I understand how this piece makes sense, but it almost sounds yep. like they're just trying too hard to discredit someone at the same time. Yeah. So, I mean. I, I I agree. So I mean, yeah. I so I believe in this one enough where I feel like I I couldn't do a goat horn for it. Yeah. But I don't. I wouldn't I, do it. I mean, but I don't. I believe in theory number two more. You do believe in theory number two. Yeah. So that brings us to theory number two. And like I don't believe in it, but it at least makes more sense than the first theory. I think. <laughs> It makes more sense to have said the whole story was made up, none of it happened, and that they were just doing it for the greedy blood of the American human and just trying to keep a town alive. 
And I mean, some of these stories, I mean, some of the Mothman sightings make a little bit more sense for this type of story. Uh, definitely the Georgia Guidestones, those make a lot of sense. This one, I mean, I feel like none of the kids or the mom had any real connection to the uh, anyone politically in the town or financially. They didn't make money from this story. So that's one hmm. that's one hard piece about this theory, but the fact that they m- just, you know, made up the whole encounter and the whole story just to get publicity and money and fame and make this town more famous and get tourism to this town, it yeah. As sh- as lame and shitty of a theory as it is, it just makes sense to me. Okay. What do you, you think? You know, at first I was going to I I thought for a minute that maybe I'd give them the benefit of the doubt. All of them. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe they saw something. You gotta but try. The story's just too. It's not. Uh, fuck you. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't know. That's fair. I don't. I don't know. That's fair. I don't blame you, man. I don't blame you. So yeah, I I also I believe in theory number two more than I believe in theory number one. But if there was something, then I would believe in theory number one. Okay. That's. I mean, yeah, and that's fair because, you know, it makes sense that. Maybe the town maybe over-exaggerated certain stories and tried to push the publicity of it to s- for money and to bring tourism. But who's to say that it still didn't happen? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. I like where you're coming uh, from there. There's a lot. Yeah. it's it, There's a lot and of moving pieces. And the funny thing is, too, there's a lot of moving pieces, but there's really not a lot of information on the story yeah. because it only happened once. So there's like there's not much <laughs> more I can add to it, even though there's so yeah. many pieces already. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Theory number three. It's a crazy one. It was an actual UFO crash, and it was an actual alien sighting. I wish I could say yes, but I'm. I have to just go straight to the no. Okay. Why? Uh. Because I. I there would have maybe I feel like somebody would have spoke up and said that maybe they okay. also saw something or there'd be another piece of the puzzle but there was just one little person or there was one little group of people that walked in and saw some floating orb thing and I I don't know yeah I, I don't my gut is saying fuck that okay that's fair yeah and like it's that's all I got it's a really cool story I feel like if and and aliens and their descriptions vary so much, especially based off of the time frame and on if the people were abducted or if they just saw an alien or, you know what I mean? Like, all of these different descriptions vary so much to where I, I don't feel like the description is too far-fetched to have it be an alien. But at the same time, I don't believe that this was an alien sighting. I mean, I, it, yeah, like you said, there would be more sightings or there would be, you know, and even if it wasn't in the same area, but there would be more sightings or more descriptions somewhere else around the world or around the country. Just um, something. Yeah, there would be something else. There would be more to dis- describe about this rock that had crash landed. Like, did this monster slither out of it and, like, grow into this large form or did, like, a capsule come open out of the door and you know and then it climbed out like 
what? There has to be there has to be something more for me to believe that it was a mirror. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Cool. So nice. I think we both three agree. for three. Well, this one we're saying no, no way for sure, not an alien. Yeah. Oh no! I just mean we're we are on the same page. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them. Boom! Brain waves lining up. Hopefully, you don't disappoint me, Regis, because theory number four. Woohoo! <laughs> you know I'm a sucker for government testing on people. Yeah. Maybe some very early pre-stage MK Ultra work on this small town, and they were. I wouldn't. Maybe the weird smell you know, they were doing was like some type of acid gas that they were pushing through in this forest. Ooh! It started making these people yeah. hallucinate. There you go. It wasn't the swampy gas. It was the acid gas. Exactly. I mean, swamp gas, acid gas, both t- terrible puns for just eating too much Burger King and Taco Bell. But I think <laughs> they make sense to me. <laughs> you know what, though? I I do believe that this could have happened, but for it to happen to such a small area i don't know because the stories that we talked about in mk ultra were in major cities or at least in heavier populated areas yeah but that's also when they had their balls man that was that was mid 60s late 70s or early 70s they were they were fucking in the swing (laughs) they they were already drunk with power on what they could get away with (laughs) all right fair enough you know this this is first year they're like, let's tippy-toe <laughs> into this. Let's just see if we can make some we're in small, the, uneducated we're in the first inning here. <laughs> see an alien. Spaceman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't doubt, like, I can't say no right away. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I, I can't, I, uh, I don't fully believe that that's where they would have started. Okay. That's fair. Such a. Such a crazy idea, but maybe I give it a maybe. Is that I, can hey, I do that? Do, maybe is more than enough. I mean, right. it's not gonna be four for four because I'm totally like one hundred percent yes. <laughs> oh yeah, because no, it you, just all, the whole story is crazy. Uh, theory, if it, it weren't for the MK Ultra testings, I would believe in theory number two the most. But okay, what I mean, and sure, there's a part of me that believes in this more just because i i want to believe in it more (laughs) just because the idea of it is so crazy and i mean it's sad that they would dose these random pedestrians that were you know innocent but at the same time i find that very humorous (laughs) especially (laughs) since it was fucking you know 70 years ago we're good so (laughs) but okay i mean yeah i i uh i at least think this one honestly makes the, the most sense I mean, MK okay. Ultra was a a really big theory for the Ben and Barney Hill abductions. It was a theory I didn't bring up in that episode because I felt like it didn't apply very much. But that's another big theory. Pretty much any anything with from 1950 to 1970 that's considered an alien abduction, almost all of them have very similar traits of it being said, okay, that could be a true abduction, or, ooh, that could be the government fucking dosing people in a small area with drugs and then fucking experimenting on them. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? So it's as fucked up as it is. I love them. There's something about those (laughs) MKUltra theories, man. 
They're so I don't blame tantalizing, you. titillating, if you will. They titillate you? Oh, yes. Muy bueno. <sighs> well, that's well, it, I'll man. I'll tell you what. You done titillated me, <laughs> oh, sir. Good. That's hey, that's my goal. I'm like, if there's any way I can get Regis's blood a pumping, maybe get a little sweaty, <laughs> get a little nervous. But no matter what, I just want you to have fun. That's what titillation is about. <laughs> Provocative fun. A little bit of sweat. Thank sweating. you, sir. Hey, you're welcome, man. And hopefully you guys enjoyed the story as well. Thank you so much for listening to Scapegoats. Um, as as well, I want to thank our goat of the month for April, Luke Ooh. Pierce. I want to thank him. He sent us a six-pack of Conspiracy Theory beer. Uh, It was a delicious IPA. I'm typically not even a huge fan of IPAs, but this one was good. It's super fucking cool. Just to even have have him send it to start with, that's probably the coolest thing that's ever fucking happened. No, it really is. Because when we started the podcast, we jokingly talked about people sending us beer all the time. Or and then it changed to hey we jokingly were like give us money for beer and then it was like okay actually we need money because we spend a lot of time in re- um, research and you know we dr- like to try to put that money towards merchandise and growing our you know our our pro- production value mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere fucking we get a dope ass six we pack can of beer and of and even a craft glass from one of the local brewers in Texas so that. That is so Super cool. fucking cool. So thank you very much. Uh, I sent him out a shirt. He just barely got that, I believe, today, maybe yesterday, and posted about it. That was awesome. So thank you, Luke, for being a goat. And uh, Luke. the beer is delicious, so thank you. I'm drinking it right meow. That's how I imagine the Flatwoods monster would sound. <laughs> It's like a chicken cat. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Chicken cat owl oh, monster. Theory number five, it was a chicken cat. <laughs> it was one of those chicken cats, man. Fucking chicken cat. West Virginia is lousy with them goddamn chicken cats, man. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck. Uh, thank you to all of our other goats as well who listen to the show every week. We appreciate it. And uh, we also appreciate all of our international goats. Yeah. That number is growing, and that's awesome. We appreciate it. Um, thank you, thank you. Exactly. Especially all of our patron goats who help us support us every single month with their subscription. And our level 9,000 ultra mega goats, Lucina. She doesn't know how to say her middle name or her last name for... <laughs> reasons of her being nervous about other people knowing who she is. Oh. Vanderpelt. Nice. Thanks, Lucina Vanderpelt. Thank you very much. And uh, do you want to tell them about our other goat? Our our other level 9000 ultra mega goat? Yes, sir. Well, that would be our own Cameron Merce. Merce? Merce. Like the coronavirus, Merce? Oh, my God. Merce. Merce. Yeah. Thank you guys yep. so much. Uh, you guys are awesome. You help us out so much. And so if you guys want to be cool like them, please go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash scapegoatspod. We have a lot of awesome tiers you can sign up for, and a lot of those come with merchandise as well. 
Uh, or you, if you want to get some of your own Scapegoats merchandise, you can go to our website at scapegoatspod.com. Ba-boom. Bam. Ba-bam. Yep. We got hats, shirts, and T-shirts. We're almost out of T-shirts. We're so close. Once we run out, we'll get a new order set up. I got some new logo ideas set up for a cool shirt I'm excited to fuck around with. So please clear us out of stock. I think we only have four yeah. left. Just hurry and buy them, guys. Yeah, they're only $10 right now. Typically, they're 15 So, you guys. We're losing money at this <laughs> point. Exactly. Well, I mean, maybe, yeah, exactly. Shh. So Don't tell them. <laughs> Get them while they're hot. And, uh, of course, check out our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. There's a lot of fun. We uh, post a lot of great other memes. It was really cool. Uh, recently, we just got up to 4,000 likes on one of our posts which is really cool. And uh, we're at about 1,500 followers right now, which is a lot of fun. Super so, cool. Yeah. So Growing yeah. like a tree. God damn. So go check that out. It's a lot of fun. Posts funny things, other conspiracy theory stuff, and occasional personal updates about Regis and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, Regis, anything else for him? Um, oh, do you, can I share my poem? Oh, yes, please. It goes a little something like this. Mm. Faux show, my bro. You say the time, I'll make the rhyme. <gasps> I know this Someone poem. would say, I want another rhyme right now. Fuck the duck, rape my ape. Yeah, that one really caught me off guard today. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I loved it. That's all I got. It's fucking intense. But hey, that was great. A perfect send-off, my friend. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, guys, thank you so much. Until next time, don't be a sheep. Be a goat.